Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I'm on the way to work early, early, already broke into that Mountain Dew. So, it's that or coffee. And I have decided that probably the Mountain Dew is easier for me because having to get to work so early makes it where I can't make coffee. <laughs> and you guys would be like, what? Why don't you just get up earlier? Uh, 5.30 is enough. So... I had a message yesterday, and people wanted to know what I taught, and I was like, oh, how sweet, like, I think I just talk to you guys sometimes, like, you are part of my family, and you already know everything about me, so today I wanted to tell you a little bit about me, like, what I do, Um, so I teach a class, one class, of sweethearts. Now, I'm just going to claim them as sweethearts before even knowing them, and I just want to let you guys know what I do. Um, I hand select or I look at different lists, okay, that have been provided for me, and I hand select a group of students. And with the help of guidance and my administration and everyone who is very supportive, um, I have a year-long class. Now this class runs from academic literacy, that's the first class, where we do reading apprenticeship, where we introduce the frameworks of, you know, strong reading and writing habits. And once we move through that course, then we turn into English 1, and they receive their credit. So they get an elective credit with me, and then they get their English credit with me. And it's a year-long course for um, my babies. And I say they're my babies and my sweethearts, and they're ninth graders, and Lord, they're little. Oh my gosh, I have some little ones this time. Now, now in the past, I've had some really big, tall, tall basketball, football players, really big, huge guys. This time, I've got littles. Um, I don't know uh, if you guys have, like, in your school districts, you know, magnet schools or... When I, where I came from, I didn't even had no clue about a magnet school. You know, it sounds very fancy from where I'm from, and uh, and it is honestly, it's really cool to be at a magnet school because I get so many opportunities for my students that honestly I would have to carve out from back home. So, like for example, when I work back home. I wanted my kids to go on a field trip once a month and or have a guest speaker come in once a month and so we would set it up and I did it for the whole special ed department Um, and we would have to drive so far like one time we actually brought them to Raleigh to the museums one year one month we took them to Fort Bragg and let them do a tour of the army base Um, like I was always constantly looking for places but we had to drive so far so being up in the big city it has its benefits because we have so many wonderful opportunities to do trips so um but i'm not teaching sped anymore Um, however i love to work with the sped department because of my background so um, i already talked with my sweethearts yesterday and asked them would they like to begin a mentoring program Um, we thought that we could get a sponsor for it and it didn't quite work out they backed out so I told them not to worry that I would somehow figure out um, sponsorship for them I'm gonna start um, seeing what I can do and if all else fails you know I'll just 
you know, get pizza for them or something or, or, or do something for them as like their little reward. Um, anytime you work with high schoolers, if you say food, they're all in. Like they, they want to participate. <laughs> but nah, it's more than that. They really wanted to give back already. And I could see um, hands raised, thumbs ups. I said, you know, thumbs up, thumb down because that's easy they can hide their thumb hands they really can't so um that way they can kind of give me a, a quick overview of what are they feeling about being a mentor to a child that's in um the severely disabled class and they love the idea um they all come from large families like seven and eight uh, siblings and what was hilarious and we had this one kid he had he was he was it he was the dude he's the dude of the house and we picked that up we were like man you're you're kind of like out on this one because how does it feel to you and he was like i don't have to babysit because <laughs> they were all talking about how they had to babysit their younger siblings and do chores and, and everything it was hilarious um so yesterday was our first day back at school and this whole week is about building relationships with students. It should be. It should not be more about, you know, curriculum yet. Now, I did get a quick survey because if I ask them questions, um, I'm checking their communication skills. I'm seeing how um, vocal they can be and, and how strong they are in their speech. And so I was watching for that yesterday. And I also did a note card. Now, they don't realize it, but I was also checking them for the note card. Um, and I already had a kid that said, um, I don't really have three things to say about myself. Do I have to write them? I'm like, oh, but you do. I play games. I'm like, there you go. And what kind? Call of Duty? Write it down. And so, uh, he wasn't sure. So that gives you an, an understanding that the kids have so many ideas, but they don't always necessarily want to put them on the paper because that takes work. Um, or they might be afraid that that's not the way that they need to say it or spell it. And so they have a lot of inhibitions at the very beginning. They always do. I see it every year. And I mean, this is my 21st year. And so I've seen quite a bit of students who come through and at the very beginning, um, do not have a love of reading or writing and then it's my job to help fuel that passion and help them find theirs whatever it may be with the reading and the writing and so just pray for me that 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 um i can continue to do this work uh, to help as many students as i can and teachers so we already planned our field trips. I had a meeting yesterday, so we have seven field trips this year. The kids were really excited when they saw it, and I show them on the first day. I also show them on the first day, these are the three dates that we're going to have our awards program, and um, you guys are going to be very proud of me because I am really looking long-term instead of just month by month. Um, I think that it's also going to help not only my students see long-range plans, but it's going to help me the busier I get. Um, so I've also tried to do some reorganizing at work, like actually putting in literacy dates for the, for the school-wide um, literacy showcase events for the whole entire year. Um, last year, we planned things month by month, and we, um, we decided that this would just be a smarter move. And so now we're just waiting on dates, confirmations, and then we can start scheduling. Hopefully, people I already have um, Pooja coming. Um, so, you know, we're just going to keep looking and um, praying and hoping that we find some really strong people that 
can really motivate children for a healthy lifestyle, um, share their stories. Um, we're a medical magnet, so we're always looking for you know that tie-in. Okay, and global health. So we're a global health school. Okay, so um, what was I saying? Oh, so my babies. So I have my babies, and it's kind of like what you would consider like a model class. Like I have my kids. Um, they're all at risk. I uh, use it as a model to try out all of the strategies that I try to, to talk with teachers about. And um, I run them in my classes. And then I coach teachers the rest of the day. Now, I'm a 50-50 employee. And it was funny because the other day someone came up to me and they were like, oh, I didn't think you were here. And I'm like, wow, because you're 50-50. I'm like, I, I thought you were part-time. And I'm like, no, that would just be 50 um, if I'm 50-50, it means I'm part coach, part teacher, and um, I have a planning period, which, honestly, guys, I never take. Um, I get a 90-minute planning period a day, and I rarely ever have it. Rarely. It is, like, seriously a shock if I get it. Now, I also don't eat during the school day, and my husband has get, has got on me about it, and um, I did take one of those mason jar salads. I'm going to try to eat healthier to give myself energy. I talked about that yesterday. We really need to be taking better care of ourselves. Um, and so I did, at 1 o'clock yesterday, I did go through and um, say, okay, I'm going to have my lunch now. I'm going to have my lunch break. And then by the time I had that really fast while I was checking emails, really didn't feel like a break, um, I walked right back into another meeting again. Um, and so I do have a lot of meetings. Um, I do coordinate things at the school. And I also help other coaches. So I was um, directing another coach from another school. So it's like a constant, you know, surprise of what is it going to be. Like I had teachers emailing me yesterday different videos they wanted to use. They wanted me to approve the videos to see what I thought about them. Would I want to use them in my class? Um, love that. Love the sharing of the resources because they know that that's what my job is too, is to share out resources with other people and to create resources. So um, the more that um, people get to know me, they also know that I'm there for them, to support them, to pray for them. Um, so it's just a wonderful place to be. Now, when I first got there, I had a shock in my system, I think, because I was so used to, can you imagine the high school that you went to, and then that's the school you worked at, and those are the people you graduated high school with, and that's the community you lived in your whole life, and then you come up to Raleigh, and you feel such a disconnect, you know, you feel, it's almost like you're unplugged out of the socket, and, and you have to forcibly put yourself back into the current, and if you don't, you kind of lose yourself a little bit. You lose the opportunities. You lose the relationship building. And I think I did that at the very beginning just because when I'm introverted, it was a transition and it was a shock. Um, I still have extreme pains about my home um, that I'm sure you guys understand if you're from a small, very small community that you loved. And, um, you know, I wish I could be there like every day. But my reality is I'm getting ready to get off of an exit right now on this big, gigantic place. And then I have to be thankful for those opportunities. Because without, you know, being here, I wouldn't have my husband, who's my true love. You know, I wouldn't have his family. 
and you know then my children wouldn't have had the opportunities that they've had since we've been up here so you know take the good you know take all the good with just the transition and and put it all together and i think when i first started here i did feel a little out of place but now that i've been here quite a few years everything just seems to just kind of you know especially in the work environment just it's it's natural for me now um switching hats as much as i do and that's something that a part of my job with literacy so i'm surrounded by books all day if you would see my office you would say oh my gosh jennifer can you clean it up but then i read this article the other day that talked about um creativity and a messy office and i shared it out on facebook with all of my friends at work and i said okay guys there is a purpose for my mess so don't say anything the next time you walk in my office um so my office is like crazy with books everywhere papers everywhere and i don't have time like people say jennifer why don't you you know take time to clean it up well then that would mean me staying after school and we got to talk about that because i can't stay after school i have homeschool to do and a lot of people think well you know jennifer's got all the time in the world she can stay after school for this she can do this no like i have the responsibility of still becoming you know the administrator the teacher the guidance counselor the chef i'm the cafeteria manager i'm all of these things when i get home and i run my homeschool so it is you know a very very big task to to have to do those things so when my academic literacy class you know i introduced them so what does it kind of look like so we do poetry and um one of my favorite lessons i learned it from another teacher is called poetry in the park um so we do poetry we do short stories and of course i read my favorites um and i'm going to challenge you probably as we go along so you'll see some little changes as the fall of the year hits i'm going to tell you why um, when we're doing something in class, I want you to kind of experience some of these same things because I think that it helps us grow as writers, readers, and speakers about what we do. So um, I'm going to give you like many challenges as I see that the Spirit gives to me. And they could be things that I'm actually doing in my class. Like when um, the kid looked at me last year and she said, Miss Lowry, you bleed ink. And I'm like, okay hilarious i'm writing that in a poem today i challenge you guys to write a poem about writing um so i'm gonna be doing that probably quite a bit so i thought it was funny that someone asked me yesterday what did i teach and you know to kind of give them the breakdown of my day because you guys are a part of that day even though um you were like wait i'm not in high school again but no, a lot of the things that happen with me, then I take and, and they're very useful for my writing life. It just partners well. Being in education partners very well, especially with the YA world. Um, because I'm around teenagers all day. And then I go home and I'm around teenagers all day. <laughs> so I get the, the color of their life. And being able to witness that, that's a treasure. So, I will leave you guys with saying, I'm about at school now, 
I took a few minutes beforehand to pray. Um, I didn't just start the podcast right away. I needed some prayer time. I needed some quiet time. And um, yesterday was on a Sunday. That, no, two days ago, before we started school, you know, I pulled up each one of my students. I prayed over them. I asked my husband to pray. I reached out to my friend Carol and I asked her, could she please pray for my freshman? Um, and I'm going to continue to pray for them each day, pray for our school, for our staff, pray for the families, all of the extended families. Um, and I would love it if you would join me this year and just in praying for the families and everyone as we go out into the, um, the school year. So um, if you could please, you know, join me and be in a prayer partner for my class. So if you're looking ways to support my class, you know, that's easy. You can pray with me. Um, that would be the best thing that I could ask for you to consider me in prayer, to cover me in prayer, to cover our school in prayer, um, and to think about my students. And, you know, to know that while I'm working with them, I'm doing everything that I can to... Um, uh-oh, I shouldn't have turned. I'm sorry. I had to wave. I kind of blocked the road. Um, they stopped right here, which is lovely. Which they're not supposed to do. But they're learning. They're new. It's the second day of school. Okay, so, um, sorry guys. We're, uh, y'all know the, the first week of carpool line. Anybody that's had a kid, y'all know what I'm experiencing right now. So, I will say, um, how can you sponsor my class? That's easy. Sponsor us in prayer. I would love it if you would continue to pray for us as we go each day. And as I'm at this place, you know, serving the Lord. So. Okay, I can't get in. Okay. There we go. Sorry, guys. It took me a second. See how I have to stop in my life? That wasn't like a commercial break. That <laughs> was me like, okay, I got to get into this. I got to park. I got to concentrate. Um, but just continue to cover us in prayer. Um, if you're an author out there for um, any kind of clean books um, that are for YA, or even middle grades, or children's books, because you could talk to them for their little brothers and sisters, except my one kid who's a single kid, but um, I make them check out books for their fam their siblings too. So they're not only checking out books for themselves, they have to check out books for their babies in their house. <laughs> um, and I make them read to their babies, um, their baby siblings. So um, even the boys have to get the children's books. But um, if you would like to Skype in with the class, and that could be something that we could set up, um, just send me an email at jenlowrywrites at gmail.com. If you would like to do us Now, I don't do Skype. I always say Skype. Um, I do Zoom. So if you would like to do a Zoom call, um, we could find out about Google Hangouts. Um, Google Hangouts has been changed to Duo, I think is the name of it. Google Duo or something like that. Um, but we could definitely do Google. We have Google Suite. Um, 
And so that's something that we could investigate. So that way um, you could share um, your love of writing and show them the books that you're reading and really encourage my students. Um, I am in a very large public school, um, so we cannot talk about our faith, um, but we can in the way that we say things and in the words that we say be a great role model and a great encourager and a great motivator for students. Um, and that's what I try to live by every single day. And I think that's why I wrote the teacher challenge because I wanted teachers all to know that, you know, as Christian teachers walking into a, a school, I start to pray, you know, for the school, for the staff, for the te kids, teachers, parents, families. I pray for them each day. I'm praying as I'm walking in the hall. Um, but I'm also um, showing Jesus to people without speaking Jesus's name um, just by being a light to other people and, and a help. And that's what I can do. That's my part in this place is to be the light. Um, and so I pray that I can continue to do that and to continue to shine for Jesus because no matter what we do, we should work it for the Lord. Um, that's one of my favorite Bible verses um, because it helps us in, in no matter what area of life that the Lord has us in, whatever position he has us in, if we understand that we are doing all of any of our work for God, then it helps us with that mindset to know that God is also with us in the workplace. There's not like separate compartments where God decides to show up. He's not just at a church. He's not just in our home. He's not just in our cars. He's not just, you know, while we sleep. Like, He is a 24-7 God for eternity. And so that gives us that kind of, you know, blessed assurance when we're walking into places to know that the Lord is with us. And it can help us in our relationships, in our communication, in our patience, in our understanding and compassion. And that will show through in all that you do. All right, guys, you guys have a blessed day. And, um... Thanks out there for emailing me and asking, hey, so tell me what you teach and what your life is like. So I hope you have caught this episode. Um, I might send you the link back so you can listen. Um, and there you go. The life in the day of uh, the day in the life of uh, Jen Lowry. And I'll talk with you guys later. Bye.